This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down. Jason Witt is in the end zone. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it and he bangs it in for the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Taylor Stern. Welcome everybody to Talkin' Tuesday inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio. Of course, it is officially free agency season and the Cowboys fans are up in arms as they have been for the past few years. But not to worry, not to worry. I'm sure you guys feel pretty good seeing that Demarcus Lawrence is staying here, but I don't think they feel very good seeing Anthony Hitchens go away to the Chiefs, a surprising team as we all kind of thought maybe the Colts or something like that, but... Were you guys necessarily surprised by the number nine million a year? I don't think we talked nine million during the season, but I think we all kind of had a feeling it would be out of the Cowboys' range. Nine's a lot. Good for him. Yeah. You know? the, the number I was hearing for linebackers was between eight and 10. Seriously. So, you know, it. Uh, I'm with you, though, Tay. Uh, the, the team surprised me because we talked about the Colts as being the team with the third, third most uh, cap space. And then the Matt Eberflus moving over as the D.C. But, yeah, Kansas City jumped in there and uh, made him a good offer, and uh, he's moving on, on to the, the Chiefs. So good for him. Played well for the room. Cowboys. I'd like to see how it's structured, the $9 million a year average. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was figuring around five or six. Really? That's, that's kind of what we talked yeah. during the season. But yeah. again, you never know with the market. It flipped for Terrence Williams last year. Well, you feel like than we thought gonna, it would be for receivers last year. So if you're going to offer Sammy Watkins three years at forty-eight million with thirty million guaranteed, so this is third team for by his the way. thirty-nine yeah. catches and five hundred ninety-three yards. Offensive genius working with him too, right? Yeah, and Rams. Uh, Boy, we're sounding like we're really positive about Sammy Watkins. I'll tell you what, this crew right here sounds like made a run at Sammy Watkins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Sanjay Lau f- coached him yeah. in Indianapolis. It, Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo, excuse yeah. me. I hate to say this, guys? but if I'm Des Bryant, I ain't taking a pay cut. Ooh, turn tables. Turn the tables. Based, not, not based, based, on, the on, based on who? Allen Robinson and, and Sammy Watkins? After different deals that are going on right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Yeah. Allen Robinson's getting that kind of money, three years, $42 million, and he's coming off a torn ACL? Sure. So they're betting that he's going to return to what he did in, like, 2015. Yeah. Well, this is 2018. Exactly. But this is what we talk about with free agency, right? Every Oh, no, there's no guys, question. Guys are going to make no question. more than they probably should, or at least what they've shown potential to make. At least you in know? the first week. Des Bryant's contract looks like a deal, a bargain now, compared to what some of these other guys have gotten. That's how we're just going to continue to get, though. It's going to continue to Oh, no. I mean, it, it, seriously, though, you mean, it, we've – I've ridden the roller coaster on this one. I, I could speak for myself. No, they're not going to reduce him. Maybe they're going to reduce him. Hell no, they're not going to reduce that. You know, that's I've kind of gone the, the various ways when I've seen how this free agency is opened. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when, when you're, we're talking about players that are not at the level of Des Bryant making massive amounts of money, Absolutely. no, I'm not, I'm not going there. His cap figure this year is sixteen and a half million, and his salary I think is twelve and a half. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of right in line with what it's actually like. You said it's less than what is being thrown around today. Reportedly. And his dead money's eight million. Yeah, 
which you you keep harping on that one because you're. I, but because that's, I just but don't that's important. Yeah, I that's don't important. Understand everybody just saying, okay, we save this. Yeah. But then you got to spend eight million for nothing. Yeah. For nothing. Yeah. That's, that's true. A where, lot where do of you money. come? Where do you come out ahead? Because now you saved basically between the dead money and his and his. In his base salary, you're you're saving like four or five million, and it does and add up. You got to find a number one wide receiver because that guy ain't on the team. And you've also got nine million just sitting there for Tony Romo. Yeah, not here this year as well. Yeah, you're so. up to fourteen million of the dead money after what happened with Ben Samaewa. That cost you a million dollars. Yeah, Ben Samaewa that move on Thursday. Right. You know they released actually fifteen was- million dead. That's, but you know, that's, yeah, if you look it at was the, 13, nine plus yeah, another plus one, yeah, one. exactly. Yeah. That one, Tade, does create cap room and yet there is some dead money, but I think you look at Taco and say next year, yeah, no, Taco, you're okay. Taco's filling that. The bigger, the bigger one is the Des Bryant one now to me. Yeah. I mean, if you, I don't know how you can go and look at him and say, okay, we want you to, you know, after what these deals have been made. No, no. Yeah. I mean, I, if I'm his guys, I'm like, okay, let me go then. You know, I guarantee you there'll be a team out there that'll take a run at him, yeah, like maybe it, a couple. It's so funny because sitting here last week, you know, there were a lot of people on social media saying, oh, they can't let Dez go. He's Dez Bryant of the Dallas Cowboys. Guys, look around the league. Richard Sherman is Richard Sherman of the Seattle Seahawks. He is now a San Francisco 49er. Maybe the greatest, happens. Maybe the greatest player in Seahawks history, or at least the most recognizable in team history, and he's gone. Yeah, that's what happens. Case Keenum coming led off, the team. Coming off two Achilles tendon surgeries. One of them was the, uh, a preventative. Preventive. One. Right. And one was to repair. Right. So, and I looked at his contract. Mm-hmm. All incentive-based? It's all incentive-based. He did his own deal, too. Yeah. He's taking a beating for that. And it it is, I mean... The majority of that contract is all him playing 90% of the snaps, making the Pro Bowl, making the All-Pro team. Sure. He's, he's bet- betting on he's himself. Betting on yeah. himself. Yeah. yeah, there's no doubt. And he even said that. He even said, you know, because Joe Thomas kind of questioned him, the, the tackle, the very talented tackle from Cleveland, like this is why you don't negotiate your own deals. And, you know, and, and he was very, uh, you know, very – you know, harsh on what he was saying. And, and you know, the, the corner came back and said, wait a minute, it's my deal. You know, this is why I'm betting on myself, and this is how I wanted to do it. Yep. So, yeah. And but when you bet on yourself, your ego takes over. I, the one guy that bet on himself that won was that Joe Flacco. He won a Super Bowl betting on himself. He he, bet, he won the Super Bowl, and then what happened? The Ravens paid him over $100 million. No, but I meant betting on yourself, negotiating your own oh, contract. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, think about it, how we all would react if we had to go in and say, okay, I want to raise and yeah. get emotional, and you don't negotiate well. Right. And then you say, okay, I'll show you. Yeah. Well, okay, have at it. The one guy I'm happy that he finally did show him because his team refused to show any support in him. Kirk Cousins, who had been on the the tag for the past two seasons with the Redskins, even though he had been productive for them, he now has a three-year contract. Well, he doesn't have it. Expected to sign a three-year contract with the Vikings. Yes, guys, the terminology around free agency, expected to sign, agreed to terms. Yeah. Likely to. You got to wait till Wednesday to announce. You got to wait till Wednesday. Fully guaranteed. Yeah. Hey, you know what? If he goes there, they're the favorite in the NFC, my opinion, because they've got arguably the best defense in the league. I'm a I'm a Cousins. 
I've been a fan of his game watching from a Cowboys perspective as an opponent, you know, yeah, he'll have a running Smart game guy. up there too. He, yeah. He's got a running game. They've yeah. got, they've got a Quality complete, receivers. they've yeah. got a complete football team. Yeah. So. Yeah. And they let Case Keenum not officially expected to go to the Broncos. So see, there's another team. that seems like here they're, they're hunting, they were hunting a quarterback. They're still hunting a quarterback. Case Keenum, is he really the answer? What will they do at four? Boy, there's going to be a lot of activity coming up at the top of that board. It's not going to be a Jets are desperate. Jets, Jets are desperate. Buffalo's lining themselves up for one. I mean, there's going to be a lot of stuff happening. Who's going to bail first? The Giants? Giants only have five picks. So it be interesting to see who bails first between them and the Colts. And what these teams are doing, a lot of them are – they're not sinking their teeth into these quarterbacks they're getting. Now, Cousins, oh, sure. I'm sure they are. Yeah. yeah. But Denver, Keenum, you're always going to say, uh, can I do better? Oh, they're thinking about it right now at four. Cleveland, oh, can <laughs> yeah. I do better? Yeah. And, and and you're always asking that question, and then the draft comes up. It's well, like, well, do I go I go get this guy? I think Cleveland's creating a situation where they've got a bridge player. They've got Tyrod Taylor, veteran guy, and it doesn't preclude them from spending a top pick on a quarterback. But, yeah, two of them. Yeah, two exactly. Picks. Top five. Have to be careful though how far they fall. If they if they thinking they're going to get a quarterback at four, that maybe get their quarterback at four, that might be another discussion. That's just, for a draft show. Sorry about that. No, it. I mean, it does affect it. You know, we were talking earlier today about this free agency strategy, and you brought up Taco. Well, their free agency strategy, of course, is bringing back Demarcus, but they went after Taco, a development type guy. Same with Jalen Smith. Yes, you know, right. and you just let a fourth round pick go in Anthony Hitchens. Right, I, I, it affects know, everything. They're about Mi- building through the draft first, Brian. Mickey Mickey covered this team when we were terrible in not only signing free agents, spending too much money on free agents. We were in cap trouble because of things that happened in the early '90s with Super Bowl teams, and rightfully so. Didn't have a really good understanding. We had a quarterback that was, you know, and all these things happening. But, you know, I've seen this now come full circle. I've seen it go from Cowboy fans completely irate at the front office for spending money and not making it work and not drafting worth a damn to now they draft well, but they don't spend any money in free agency. You know, I mean, I've seen it go both ways now. And I I agree with people. I think there's ways to supplement. If if they had found a way to hit on some of the bottom feeding guys, you know, that that bottom – guys that they worked on, then I think things would be a little bit different for them because they do draft well. That's their strength. One of the strengths they have is their ability to draft. And, you know, people have to be patient about that. You know, I mean, again, you have to be disciplined. To do what they're doing, they have to be disciplined. And I said this on our on our roundtable. I say I, I would love to see somebody outside sit in that chair and think about, my God, we got to do that, – that's not what we do here. That's not what – in, in, in front offices, you don't sit there and just react to every little thing that happens. You, you have a plan, you work through your plan, and you stay disciplined to your plan. I think there's two things that fans are looking at and they're upset with right now. Eagles Besides the, the Eagles winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. They saw Eagles go out despite being over the cap by a lot uh, – several million dollars trading for Michael Bennett. That – I felt – I think that put Cowboys Nation into a deep depression because it's like they're still being aggressive. Okay, fine. 
but they're still 15 million bucks over the cap, and they're probably going to have to let guys go. Yeah, they got to, but they did something with Lane Johnson to tackle today to free up some money. But they still got tomorrow. They're going to have to do yeah. some. They're going to. There's some guys are going to go on the street now. They're going to lose guys on their defensive on line. On their right? defense, they're gonna, yeah, they're going to lose their line. Bradham, they're going to lose. Yeah, they're, they're going to lose some guys. They're. Pass throwing tight end is leaving. See this to Trey me. Burton. This is where again, yeah. if fans were just were able to sit in that chair in that room and understand what it takes to do, and and everybody again, I'm not going to sit there and lose my mind over this. The minute they stop drafting all pro players, then then I'll get then I'll get concerned. That's why I asked Stephen Jones the question about the in, at the combine about about hey you had some cap you have cap hits on guys that are no longer here, and he's like hey we've got to fix that we've got to figure that out. That is what has me more concerned than and like I say I was part of an organization that spent money on free agencies free agency and we were god awful. If you have money to spend in free agency, typically you're not very good. Because you don't have enough good players of your own that you've re-signed to big deals. Yes. And so you're trying to – you have money to burn. There are and, teams. And so that's – I will say one other thing I, I was going to say that fans – and we got a mailbag question about this today – is why can't they do more than spend the bottom barrel? Why can't they go – Why not get one guy $6 guys million? Dollars, yeah. As opposed to a bunch of right. $2 million guys. And I think there's some validity to that. But like you just said, hey, they were, they were on board maybe making a run at Sammy Watkins. I don't think they're opposed to doing that. No, if they, if they really if feel they believe confident. in the player, yeah. but make a reasonable run, right? Because if you make a mistake on thirty million guaranteed, oh, the fires are going to go off. See, this is the problem that we have here: is that from now all we hear, we see all these signings and all this, and this is then it's going to turn in in two, three years from now. It's wow, why they have that guy? Boy, that was a mistake. Well, that you know, give Jacksonville some credit. They they signed Calais Campbell. It worked out for him. That was one of the good ones that worked out for their team. They signed uh, Abouye, the corner. That worked out for them. I mean, there's a lot of teams that are that are looking at their signings right now, and they're saying, "Man, we should got rid of that guy. Boy, that was a mistake." Oh, that was. I guarantee you they're sitting there in New York right now, wondering about Olivier Vernon. I, I guarantee you they, they mentioned are. that one earlier. That's just a monster deal. Olivier and Vernon at JPP. I, they're they're they've got forty million dollars tied up in two players. Could you imagine? Think about that. That reminds me of what we had happen to us in the in the in the nineties there, where we were having in the early two thousands, where we were having to deal with that. And I'm not making excuses, but I'm saying it, it you need drafting is important. It's important. It's a great way to build your football team. And I get it, folks. I get it. You have to spend and free. You, why not do both? I get it. But you know what though? If you want to look at the Cowboys have had a pretty good year free agency, if you count in if if Demarcus uh, Lawrence got to the free agent market, he would be one of the top players signed in this draft. He'd be he'd be on the board right it, now. Be just We'd like, be reading expected it would just, to sign. It, it would be just like one of these quarter, It'd be just like one of these quarterbacks. If Zach Martin were to hit the thing, you think that guard from Carolina that the Jacksonville signed is better than Zach Martin? Hell no, he's not. But he just signed a thirteen million dollar a year deal. But that's but I, I totally agree with you. But it, from the fans' perspective, they look at it and say, "Well, that's not new blood. That's not we we know about those guys. What else you got for me?" Basically, that's the fans' if, reaction. Again, so, would you rather lose him? No, absolutely yeah, not. Yeah. So, because if he's out there, he's signing a five year, 
$100 million deal. Your three guys, your three guys that potentially could have been free agents, and think about that. I mean, Hitchens just got $9 million. Mm-hmm. Mickey just told you, I was thinking more between five and six on Hitch. Mm-hmm. You almost doubled that. But when you have money to spend, yeah. what do we do? What do we all do? We all, we all, right? We pay more than yeah. we, you know, I want that house. Yeah. Okay, they're asking 400000 Yeah. Well, I can only afford three fifty. Well, okay, I want it, yeah. so I pay four hundred thousand. Kick the can, yeah. And and that's what happens in free agency when you have the available money. Yeah. You can't. You can only create so much money. Yeah. And and you can't have everything. So they got Demarcus Lawrence. Now their next deal is: Can they hang on to David Irving? Yeah. Because with the money that's going around, sure. Two point nine on a second round qualifying offer yep somebody's gonna give him something if that's what he get they've got to make the decision by wednesday and right we're thinking probably the second round tender for him but think about this i i I was just daydreaming today so (laughs) what if some team tells david irving i'm gonna give you a two-year 7.5 million dollar deal and and i'm gonna guarantee you that first base salary and i'm gonna give you a million dollars up front to get him to three million right and then next year your base salary is three million, and I'll give you five hundred thousand roster bonus. What do you think he would do? He's gone. He's gone. It's kind of what they did with Mayoa here, right? To get him from Oakland. Yeah, gave him a three-year, eight yeah. million dollar deal. But they didn't have to give up a second-round draft choice. Yeah, right. Now, will somebody say that second-round draft choice is worth that contract? But just think from David Irving's standpoint, he's made base salary now for. Three years, two and a half, two and three quarters by the time he got off the practice squad, right? Right. So he probably made four fifty five something six. He hadn't even made two million dollars in this league. If somebody tells him, here's a million dollar signing bonus, sure. He's gone. Yeah. So would you match it? Yeah. And and and, and I know what the hesitation here is, is okay, he's had some problems. Do I trust him? Yeah. Do I trust them for two years? For a team that likes to draft, second-round pick to them would probably look pretty tidy. You know, with 19, whatever that pick would be, pick 50. He's a dynamic talent, though. Oh, sure he is. He is. Sure he is. On the field. Sure he is. But the thing about it is, can he get him to the field? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if other teams will look at it that, because they don't have the intimate knowledge that you If do he was more consistent overall, you would have tendered him a one with the intent of trying to sign him like Mickey did down the road. And, and sign him to a long-term deal. Because think about some of the restricted free agents sure. that they wanted. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, it does. it's not comparative, but like Keith Smith. Sure. Are you going to sign him to the, the minimum offer, which is 1.9, I think? No. Right. You're going to offer him a two-year deal for – Two million dollars or something. Sure, and give him two hundred and fifty in his pocket. Yeah, yeah. And and he probably would say, okay, that's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. That's a great segue because there are a lot of names that you guys might be forgetting out there that are free agents. Free agency officially starts three p.m. Central Time tomorrow, and we're going to take our first break. But we'll get to those names and more when we come back. That is next. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. 
Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas in football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. This is Talking Cowboys. Nestle Up and Tommy John, the softest, most supportive underwear out there. They're feature-packed, and they feel amazing. And if you disagree, they're backed by the best pair you'll ever wear, or they're free, guaranteed. Plus, shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order, Brian. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. Thank you, Tommy John. Thank you. I like it. And, you know, I like the fact that Talking Cowboys exclusive, this is the last day of Mickey's Beard. So if you're watching online or if you if you have the connected expected TV, last day ex- expected I'm like free design, agency here. expected to shave expected to shave expected. Is our, our new term here it's closing in so, on shave you know you can see it with our new connected TV app Cowboys Now like tune it. in to Cowboys Mickey Spagnola your beard is also featured on the Blitz which is also on the should I should I shave on the air that would be awesome oh isn't there something with like March, where you can do it, where it's a uh, a cancer initiative. I please tweet me. You end up growing I it. I think for that. Baldrix, not, Saint Baldrix. Not shaving it. Yeah, that's your head. Can we shave your head? <laughs> uh, that would not be a good look. Saint Baldrix. What if we shaved I, your head on the air for charity? What if I just kept my mustache? Uh-huh. No. 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 Uh, <laughs> back to the eighties. I'm scared of it. I'm scared of it. Well, I well, shaved it on the on the air in 1990. Do we have footage of it? Let's find that. It's a slideshow. Uh, we would have that. probably before and after. We didn't actually do it on the Dale Hansen Sunday Sports Special. Maybe I can just do it on my Instagram. We tried to convince the lady at the hotel we were staying. She was the uh, bartender mm-hmm. to do it on the air like the Nox. Remember the Noxzema commercial? Oh, yeah. Like Noxzema creamed your face. It was with Joe Montana, yeah. right? Joe was Namath. It? Joe Namath. Joe Namath. Yeah, and, and they showed Let him Let cream shaving. your face so the razor won't. She she didn't believe us that we'd actually do that. She oh, wouldn't man. do it. Man. Well, before we get to more free agency news, we have to hear from you guys. I'm sorry we haven't gotten to more calls in the offseason. It's just been so crazy around here. But we do have Brian from Arizona on the line. Brian, just please please don't kill us. We're all together in this. How you doing? We're doing good. 
I didn't sound I was, good. I just had a couple quick comments, and I don't want to keep you guys too long. First Are your off, comments is, positives? <laughs> first off, um, I just want to comment and say I'm for how the Cowboys are doing things in Thank free agency you. right now, not spending all that money. The last free agent I was excited about was Brandon Carr. And after the first two years, it seemed like he could not run anymore yeah. because he couldn't carry guys across the field. That's and fair. once he lost just a step, he wasn't the player that they thought. Yes, sir. So it's all about understanding what you're paying for. And you don't want to end up two years from now cutting a guy, questioning, damn, why did I sign that guy? Yep. I'll, I'll always go back and I'll, and I'll just it's still in my head when Broadus was talking about cut it. When all those restructures with Tony Romo's contract and Broadus would always say, I wouldn't touch that because I feel like if I got to move on, it's going to hurt me down the line. Yeah. And what happened? It hurt us down the line. So when Mickey's preaching, you can't just cut dead just because of this and that. You know, you can, that's more dead money. You're adding on. You're just piling on. You're piling on. And then you got to restructure this guy just to resign your draft picks. I'm all for not being aggressive in free agency, but I would love to see them be a little more aggressive with their draft picks. Yeah. Ten draft, ten draft picks is not going to make this team. Nope. Nope. So I, I personally think that about six is going to make it. And Sure. And if if you don't mind me saying, I personally believe that if Derwin James becomes within striking distance, I believe that's going to be their pick. Because right now, your two starting safeties, what it looks like is Kavon Frazier and Jeff Heath. Oh, it better not be. Yeah. And Jeff Heath, I'll give him credit where his due. He broke on a couple balls. He's he probably had the best ball skills in the secondary the past two years. Yes, as much as we as much as we pile on. Yes, but I just can't see those two guys being the starting safety. So if you ask me, I would rather be aggressive and pursue Derwin James and a Calvin Ridley. There's a rumor about Corey Coleman and the Cowboys possibly being interested. I don't know how much truth that is, but I would rather pursue something like that yeah. than, to, you know, than to take a Calvin Ridley at 19. I'm a fan of the Parcells and the Belichick mode of look at your team down the middle. They need depth at running back. They need guard help. They need defensive tackle help, linebacker, and safety. Mm. That is where you build your team. That's a and lot. If you're weak. Yeah. <laughs> and if you and you can argue that they need help at every one of the positions that I just mentioned. That's why we say, yeah. That's why we say, uh, you sure about Des? You sure you want to create another big need for yourself when you just mentioned all those positions? How many draft choice made it last year? Five. Top three. Top three. And then uh, Xavier Joe. Woods. Xavier Woods was Noah Brown. Right. So that was right. two. That was two sixes. And the three, that's five right there. Yeah, thank you, Brian. And your, uh, good call, Brian, by the way. It was a good call. It was thank a you. reasonable one. Well, he just pointed out a lot of needs. This so five five guys made it right last year when you had room. Yeah. And he's right. Ten guys ain't going to make this team. No, and, and he he's, you know, within, within striking distance. I, I'm liking what he's saying, though. I think you're going to have to go up into this, maybe into the teens to make this happen. Miami to 11 was a place we kind of targeted. For you know, either maybe Roquan Smith, the linebacker, or maybe even uh, Derwin James. I, I like the call. I think they are going to be aggressive with these. You you made the decision in free agency last year to let all those guys go, so you would have compensatory picks. You got compensatory picks now. Take advantage of them. Move up. Move up in rounds if you can. If you got a player you like, go get that guy. And it, and it goes back to Rob. I know you hate to, if you if somehow. 
somebody signs and they give you that second-round pick, that's, again, more ammunition to move around, get another guy, maybe stand there and pick a guy. You know, maybe a more quality guy. The more guys you could get in that top 100, the better chance you have of really, really helping your football team. I asked Jerry about those compensatory picks on the bus at the Combine. He called him a godsend. And there's yeah. a reason for that because you can trade them now and you can move around. Right. And the flexibility. You can get Dak Prescott. So now pretty good. Just yeah. stay in there. Yeah. The two most critical evaluations they have to make, to me, is number one, what is Jalen Smith? Is he ready for this? True. Because – you can't be wrong. Can't be wrong. And number two, what is Xavier Woods? You that's a that's you want a, him playing safety, right? Or do you want him playing in the slot? That's fair. That's a good point because they do have some DBs with some flex to play safety, right? I mean, uh, caller just mentioned Heath and Frazier. They have some other guys. That I don't want Frazier in space. No, he's yeah. right about that. Can I ask a question to of the panel here? Yes. Tay, please help me with this too. If you're moving Byron Jones, are you moving him to start? Or are you just moving him to be the tight end but cover guy? He can the, do both. Is he is, I'm gonna ask you though, is he gonna are you taking him out of his starting role to play Xavier Woods? Or are you moving Byron Jones because you're trying to get better at right corner because of Jordan Lewis? You don't trust Jordan Lewis? Or you do you not trust a woozie. I don't know if they trust Anthony Brown. I wonder what's going to happen now with Chris Richard coming in here, you know, and what he thinks. I, that's kind of – I'm just asking the question no, because – No, because if, if, why, if you believe in Anthony Brown, right, then I'm not moving. I don't think he's a corner. I'm sorry. Anthony Brown? No. Uh, Byron, Byron Jones. Byron Jones. He's played 48 games. We haven't figured that out yet. I think he's frustrated too. He would like to. Sure, he, sure is. he would like to know. Just put me You're right. In the spot. Sure. Well, but, yeah, he said he feels like he can't go into any off season knowing where he really is. Well, he can't train for it. Right. See, but Chris Bouchard has his own thoughts on it, right, Mick? And he, well, I don't he likes, know. He just got here a month ago. He will have. His he own might. Thoughts he might have. He might have thought all along when when Byron Jones was coming out of Connecticut that Byron Jones was a corner to him. He likes the bigger. But we type saw guys. that corner. Oh, I know we did. That's what I'm saying. It's taken 48 games to now we're moving him around again. I think the question. That's the. the I, yeah. I, I, I'm asking the question is, if you're moving him, is he going to be your starter? That's that's what I want to know. Scandrick back. No. So you're moving on from him. Yeah. Yeah. He, and wants, I, he apparently wants to move on. In June, I would move on. From yeah. Him. By the way, you get to stay here a little longer. Yeah. On the team, I don't think there's a rush there. Hey, no, that's what I'm saying. You, we're, not, he, uh, we're not going to be. Release. We're not going to sit there and, and let you just you know have your way. It sets yeah. a bad precedence. I'd, I'd say that right. Precedence. 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 Yeah. It sets a bad. You can't have players walking into the head coach's office or walking into the Will McClay's office or Jerry Jones, Steve Jones. Goes. You need to let me go. You know how long that line would be? That's, All the way to here. That's, here's the thing about Orlando. Trust too. me, you're right. He signed for two more years, and if you cut, we talked about saving money. You'd only save about a million and a half bucks. So yep. it's not like letting him go would open up all this space to go do something you want to do. And it's, it's another $3.88 in dead money. Yeah. Adds up. Yeah, but I mean, at some point, and he sees it too, what's his role going to be here? Well, I don't year? care what he thinks. He signed the contract. I'm not saying you got to cut <laughs> him. 
I'm no, just I'm saying, just saying. I'm saying. I like Mickey's attitude about this I, right now. I mean, now. the speculation is, do you try to get a pick for him? Well, I would love you know, to. Yeah, first. Yeah. Let me ask is you somebody going to give you? What is would there, you give for is there Orlando Scandrick? Is there any good tape of him playing last year? 31 years old. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Is there? Yeah. I mean, he got banged up down the stretch. Huh? Somebody might trade for him as Are a, we piling on you here, Rob? As a nickel <laughs> corner. I got the fan club here. <laughs> <laughs> Play in the slot. It's not personal. And it, his base salary is only three million dollars. So that's that's pretty cheap. If I can find me the guy that's going to come in and play in the slot. I don't know if there's any good tape on this guy. Didn't he have a good game against the? Was he already? I'm watching. I'm watching a good Redskins? play made against the that's Eagles. Where he got the Redskins. He had that big return. Yeah, right? Redskins. Yeah. He had the big return. Yeah. That's when he, I think that's when he hurt his back. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's a good question about the Byron. I mean, you, you might you kind of create a log jam a little bit if you move him to corner, because again, like the caller said, what do you do at safety? I think I think they have a lot of confidence in Awuzie's potential. Sure, but, but it's the health thing. I mean, he missed a lot of time. Yeah, sure. but when he got back, he was good. His best game. He's was my in starting Washington. corner. On the 29th of October last year, and then he he did decent things against the uh, the Chargers. Was he on that field? Was he on the field against the Chargers? I think he got injured again during that game. And then he yeah. and then he was and he missed the last four games of the year, right? Yeah. And he was a captain, right? His, last, you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. His last game was the last Washington game yeah. here on November thirtieth. Yeah. So he saw it in December. I mean he said it, you know, they're going youth. And and so obviously he wants he doesn't want to be a bench guy. I didn't realize there was a thing in the NFL called total disability. Yeah. And some guys can't apply and maybe Orlando Skinner <laughs> thinks he might be able to apply for that. I, I just again I, I I the question I want to know is why would you move Byron Jones if he if the intent is not to start him? That's my question. And I don't and I don't have a great answer and I and I and I've been in this thing since 1992 and I don't have a I don't know why I don't know why you would do that. Well, you may could you again the guy's played 48 games. He's he's he's, he's tied him and the kid at the, the Jets the defensive tackle Williams. Had played the out of his first round draft class, guys. Breaking news. Mm. Danny Woodhead is expected to be released. Oh. Do you sign and for how long? Dylan Smith wants to know. Danny Woodhead. Danny Woodhead. Kind of. Are Raven. Did he, kind did of a versatile back. Didn't he kill the Cowboys in a game in San Diego one year? Yeah. Years ago, they couldn't cover him out of the backfield. backfield the wheel route. Poor Bruce Carter. That was a while ago. That was like. 2014, maybe? maybe. That's what I'm saying. It was yeah. Bruce Carter. Yeah, it was Bruce yes. Carter. Yeah, could cover a wheel route. No draft. They've got plenty of drafts running backs in this. Draft. You like you like the the depth there, right? Yeah, we're going to talk about a guy today at uh, on uh, on our breakdown from Tennessee. That's a, I think is a good play. Can I say one more thing on corner? Why why can't you have Byron start at right and Ouzier start at left? Oh no, that's what I'm saying. Well, I think that's. That might be what they're looking at, right? Okay, but what are they going to do? With, we we kind of like. Is he we, good we, enough we, to but, do it? But we like we like Jordan. He Lewis only them. started four games at cornerback. Mickey, you can always move him again. You know they've done that like six times. But so, why why cornerback? Huh? Was he that bad at safety? He didn't really play. I don't think he played the role that he looked like he was going to play in training camp. He wound up being. He was a really a, good player in training camp. I don't know what the hell happened, but the time we landed here in, in, out of uh, Oxnard, he was like MVP of training camp. Yeah, we wrote about him a bunch. I know he wasn't that center field guy last year. He played more to me around the box than he did. Well, Jeff Heath ended up playing center field. That's yeah. my point. I think maybe Kevin Byron's Frazier more suited too. for that. Don't you think? 
than being a box safety? I just, I, 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 I just again, 48 games, we haven't figured that out for that guy. That's, that's, that's amazing to me. Whose fault is that? Well, I don't know. Maybe he just no, doesn't I'll, fit in anywhere. Where, you know, where, if you have somebody coming in and saying, he's not this to me, you know, then, then maybe, that's, maybe that's it. Maybe they say, hey, listen, we, Chris Richard comes in and says, I don't think he's a safety. I think he's a corner. Maybe that's their way of saying, okay, well, let's try. You know? I tell you what, position flexibility, I think maybe hurts this team more than it helps them. I don't know. How can you say that with Keith Smith and uh, Rod Smith and guys like that that they've been able to – How about Tyron Crawford? Tyron Crawford, yeah, that's true. And people are looking at him. Have they ever played him at one position? Oh, I think he's a defensive end now. What about David Irving? That's – I think he's a defensive tackle now. It can help guys find a role. Yeah, because I think like Keith Smith. Sure. Find a spot in the league. Like, I feel like he's had more success as a fullback than he did. Well, he wasn't going to make it. As a I do think back. I do think we see position flex hurt Chaz Green last year. They admitted I, I, that. They came into a guard. Jamil Showers, we're looking at you, too. <laughs> hey, he's, you know, he's, he's done all right, Jamil, for hanging around. Okay, so you move Byron Jones. Who's playing safety? I think you'd have to. You're not going to use a first-round pick on a safety. You're not? We're going up to get one, Mickey. <laughs> You're not? <laughs> Mickey, I'm not are you I'm sure? Going. I'm taking you with me, Mick. We're going to go get him at AT&T Stadium. <laughs> Mickey, this guy this guy at Florida State's pretty good. It's pretty good. I, I mean, I'll sit down with you one day and we watch him play. What do you want? You want a linebacker? You want a guard? No, I don't want spot. a guard. You know what, Mickey? For the with, first time. Let me ask you this, though. With what they're paying these guard. guards now, shouldn't you think about drafting one in the first round? Nah, second or third. Get, I need a. I need somebody who's going to make a significant difference. Wide receiver. Can the safety Is do it? I, I'm okay with a wide receiver. I'm okay with a linebacker. God, if we can get Roquan Smith here at linebacker, not going to happen. Won't happen. Come on, Rob. I, I mean, hey, he's Sean Lee 2.0, but I don't see it. That guy Edmonds is. Our buddies at the Raiders might get. Is there <laughs> only one linebacker in the first round? Two. There's actually two, and they're and they're totally different guys. Oh, the. Tremaine Edmonds. Tremaine Edmonds. Yeah, Virginia Tech is about a 6'5", 245-pound guy. That's it. All he's good sp- at football. Yeah. There's some, other, there's some other good linebackers. But can I – seriously, one more – Taylor, we almost at break. You have to break. We're about to break, so okay. you want to leave a cliffhanger? Ask the question. No, I just – Mickey, with what – Ask the question. The why would you not consider a guard at 19 if you've seen what guards are getting paid now? And when we come back from our second break, <laughs> Mickey will yeah. have the answer Thanks, to that. So stay tuned. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black, is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit GetJackBlack.com Cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black. Look good. Smell good. Feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. 
I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com slash cowboy to find a retailer nearest you. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. This is Talking Cowboys. Do we still want some Papa John's pizza? Do we? Thank yeah, sure. Special's going. We're hungry in this free agency. I saw thing. you can get a cookie, a, a two-liter bottle of Pepsi, and a large pizza for $12.99. How can you beat that? Sounds Especially like the quality of the pizza mm-hmm. you get from Papa John's with the that. ingredients, the veggies, the pepperoni. It's a great deal. Sign up for it. We're in our third segment here on Talking Cowboys. Restructure some guys. Only that. have about 15 minutes have to left. Restructure to talk to my you guys. weekly budget. And before we get to Rob's Twitter poll, we left you with a cliffhanger from Brian Broaddus. Ask the man Mickey Spagnola the question. No, I mean you were talking about a guard. And yeah. Should we look at Should we look at these guards differently now than we did say five, six, seven years ago? Oh, I, I, I got no problem with that. My problem would be paying four of my five offensive linemen the type of money that it costs to keep those guys. Once you pay Zach Martin on a long-term deal, you've already done Lael Collins. you got the three pro bowlers. I mean, unless this guy is the guard to end all guards, I, I can't afford that many resources no, if you're drafting, on the offensive if I, line. If you're drafting, I'm drafting. I'm trying to draft one. Yeah, I know. And still, it's still that's that that would be one, two, three, four first round picks on the offensive line. What, what's the okay? How much is okay? Smith. Is, I mean, what am I passing up? Smith is seventeen card? million dollars. Frederick's thirteen million dollars. Martin is nine million dollars right now. Right now. Lyle Collins is five million dollars. Give me, give me how much money did I just spend? A lot. At Seventeen, but, thirteen. Oh, I, I recently added it up. Thirty. And, and count the nine. Is it like buying a quarterback? Like fifty thousand, fifty million dollars, or forty-five million dollars on the offensive but line. But you know what, though? But is it like you're buying a quarterback? And that, who's aren't you? more important, the starting left guard or a swing tackle who can come in when Tyron Smith is hurt? Oh, we we went down that road. They need to find both. They really do. But I don't need a – what am I forfeiting Mickey? to take a first-round guard? Am I forfeiting it – It just depends on what you value. If you value – if he's the top guy at your board, you're not okay with taking that? you got to fix your offensive line. It's supposed to be the strength of your football team. I would trade team. down. This is where – this is where – can I – real quick, Tab? Yeah, I'm sorry. no, you're good. This is where now I feel like that if the offensive line – can, can be your strength, which it once two years ago. I mean, last year we felt like they had some issues with the health of it. But if you have to make a transition at quarterback again, you have to go to a younger quarterback and say things, you know, you're trying to help Dak, but say it doesn't work out, and then you have to make a commitment to saying, okay, well, we need a young quarterback to come in here and play. 
that was the beauty of putting Dak in two years ago. Yeah. That it was all set up for him. Mickey. I'm always trying to help the quarterback. And I got you. But, and I know times have changed, right? Sure. 30 years ago, I found me a USFL cast off that ended up being a Pro Bowl guard. Nate Newman was a hell of a player. No doubt. You can find a guard. Did they find one last year? Did the guard cause all the problems last year? No. The backup tackle caused the problems. So if I'm spending budgeting money, then I'm budgeting that for a backup offensive tackle. So you're fine re-signing Cooper and he's being Uh, starter next year. uh, No. Well, then was it perfect I can find a guard in the second or third round. I don't need a first-round guard. Okay. Either way, I think it's a priority because – this is, like Brian said, that's the strength of your team. You got It's built around your running game, protecting your young quarterback. They've got to fix that because you've, you've pointed it Might out. That was your biggest issue with the offense okay, last year. Okay, so the biggest issue with the offense last year was Ezekiel Elliott going out at the same time Tyron Smith went out. Can they I, were averaging 28 points a game over the first eight games, right? And that was with Cooper and Green playing guard. Can I make an addendum? Addendum. To, <laughs> addendum. Addendum to. I can't even talk. It's an idiot. Precedence. Can, can I make a, an addendum? Addendum. 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 Aside. Aside. Opinion. I was. I was driving this morning. I think Rob was right about Cole Beasley being a big problem or lack of Cole Beasley production that hurt this offense. Well, was Des Bryant a threat? No, I, oh yes, he was. But I'm, no, I'm just. Can you, just hear me out. Yeah. I think Rob was right. Cole Beasley, half the production, I think Cole Beasley's lack of production hurt this offense, maybe even just as much as the offensive line. And when I said that, because we, we were talking like bounce back guys for next year, I didn't yeah. put it all on Cole. I think, could you find oh, I'm not ways? blaming him. I'm just because saying, Because there was yeah. a lot of extra attention put towards him because it was clear in 2016 he was Dak's safety guy. Yeah. He really was. Maybe the offense didn't hum along as well as it did because of Cole Beasley's lack of production or they could not find ways to get him open. I mean, I, I like Mickey's offensive line argument. I'm with him all the way. But the Cole Beasley being half the player that he was last year, I think that really affected this. I was just driving along. I'm like, yeah, what did Cole Beasley really do? Tough year for him, and he he, he can still play. It's no, just, no, he can. They they teams started treating him like a number one receiver. At times. Yeah, they really did. And so yeah. so then what else? How how can you attack that? You know, and I don't think they did a good enough job doing that, and maybe creating opportunities for him to get open. Twenty-eight other points people. a game over the first eight games. That's all I got to say. That's all he's got to say. Twitter and polls. you lost two of them when you scored 30 points. Well, they got everybody back against Seattle, and what happened? That was his first game back. Okay. I knew that was coming. I mean, you put up 12 points. You drove the car yeah, right into the back. ditch on that. <laughs> I mean, you're going to beat the captain of the debate team here? No. Yeah, I guess. Go to your Twitter right. poll. Yeah. Right, I got or we win. I got two today, actually. <laughs> two? Yes. Best free agent signing in recent years. And... Yeah, the one you'd like to have back the most from the last couple years. Let's start with, let's go positive, Tay. (laughs) Recent years, Jonathan Cooper, Joe Looney, Darren McFadden, Alfred Morris. And look, these are, again, this goes back to these low-cost deals. I'll give you the best one of all time, Leroy Glover. Okay. Thank you, Mickey. That's not the poll, but (laughs) good job, Mick. That's the one thing we did right. It was a good signing. Four Pro Bowls. Yeah, thank you. Uh, that that was yeah. It might have been better than Deion Sanders. Okay, 
because appreciate you saying that. I, I think Sanders is still the best one they've ever had. Yeah, and the but, record but, continually. But we were a bad team. Hill. We were a bad team with a really good player. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, no, yeah, you're good. We got to choose one of those four. Don't worry about it. You're, no, no, you're not no. Interested? No, no. We are. I mean, I mean, I'm interested because I'm trying to. It's, I'm stalling to think. I'm stalling to think. You got to go to Talking Cowboys Mc, Twitter. Mc, and what vote. were the four again? Mc, McFadden had a thousand yard season though, right? He did. Seems pretty pretty. Bowl. I, Joe Looney is filled Alfred in. Morris. Yeah, I, I would have to go with McFadden myself. They tied. Morris and McFadden tied okay. 33%. Okay. And now, as we've talked about, they've missed on some free agent signings the last couple of years. Which one would they like to have back the most? Carroll, Mayoa, Paya, or Cedric Thornton? Cedric Thornton. Yeah. Most money spent Gosh. was on Cedric Thornton. Nolan Carroll wins that one. 54% of the, you know, he was the starting corner to start the year that had something. That was to do really wrong with, about uh, him. Had a lot to do with the young guys being hurt. Wrong about him. And who was the second guy? Cedric Thornton. Yeah, I was wrong about both those guys. Talk about dead money. Was wrong. There's, yeah. Wrong about both those guys. I was just as guilty as the, the pro scouts on that one. Thought that maybe no, that he would come in and kind of be a bridge player. He never was that. All righty. So then your second poll, Robert. That was it? That, that was, was it. it. Good and bad. There we go. Yeah. See, you got to hit. If you're going to spend, you know, if you're going to nibble in free agency, you got to be able to hit on those guys. But we've, I had, will, so we've had some worse guys than Nolan Carroll, though. Yeah. In the early 2000s. We'll say the the, the margin <laughs> for error is uh, is not great when you're when you're spending on guys that are borderline starters, rotational yeah. guys. I mean, it's it is more of a challenge. You're not getting much of a sure thing with those guys. But with those those two running backs. We can talk about their yards. Yeah. McFadden had three touchdowns. Yeah. And Morris had one last year. Yeah. I want a guy that's running in the end zone. Yeah. You've always said that. I think the thing about it, too, is I look back and there's you know, free agency and the signings, and I think with Parcells and what he well, – we spent $27 million on three guys one time. Ferguson, Anthony Henry. And then uh, – Marco Rivera. Marco Rivera. Marco Rivera. Yeah. But that it, one didn't work out. He was past his prime. But he was okay until he, he hurt his back. back. But his he had a back problem in Green Bay. I, yeah. we were, I was in Green Bay with Marco Rivera. And I, Bill Bill didn't want to play in free agency initially. And then he, we jumped in with both feet the next year. And it was a mistake. You know, And we, Ferguson we, was... We signed some guys that were bad. Her, you know, Rivera, I think, was 33 years old, something like that. You know, It was bad. It's just, a, it's just a, it, it reminds me, it makes me want to draft players more and more each day. When I, 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 I live this, folks. I live this. You know, yesterday I popped in with uh, Hanging with the Boys, and uh, Nate kept saying, I would rather draft a guy yeah. than sign somebody in free agency, somebody else's cast off. But if I draft him, I gotta play him. Yeah, I can't sit here and right. wait. Right, right. He he was and and his I think his reference was to and this is what he said all last year, by the way, from training camp on. If you're gonna draft Taco Charlton, and, play him, and you think he's oh, a developmental no. player, don't waste snaps on Benson Mayoa. Play Taco Charlton. They got rid of Demontre Moore, and what happened? Taco started playing more, and he started getting more snaps. And he right. Started, yeah. Nate was very consistent, even on our pre and post game, on the post game shows especially. He was very consistent about that throughout. Play those young guys. Play the young guys, and that's where this league going. If hey, you look at after it. that San Diego debacle, excuse me, the Los Angeles Charger debacle, 
they played those young kids. They finally all got healthy and they played them. And I felt like they played pretty well down the stretch. Yeah, it's so wild. I feel like growing up, you know, you waited for guys to kind of get their chance in the NFL. You knew the first year they were probably not going to get many snaps, but now it's it's all hands on deck. You have right, no choice. Hey, and Steven has said this. He, they more and more have bought into it's a young man's league, and when they look at older players, they look at durability and – what are we spending on a guy that may not be able to get through a 16 game season? So that's that all feeds into that draft first mentality. And look, the fans' argument is it can't all be draft. And they're right. They're right. But again, you're also spending your money on your top Pro Bowl guys to retain as well. And that's going to eat up a lot of your salary cap. That's just a fact. Yeah. That Brian made a good point earlier about the Brandon Carr one. You know, yeah, signing three three guys in that in that free agency period, all three cornerbacks all signed for fifty million dollars. And that was the that was the price of that doing the, business. And then if Des, you wanted one. Des Bryant signed his contract the same time as Demarius, Demarius Thomas. Thomas. There was one more. Was it Antonio Antonio Brown wasn't around that same time? No, 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 no. There was but one that, more that, receiver yeah, though. But those those two guys, and then now we're all kind of like, ah, get rid of Des. Get rid of Des, you know. That's again, that's what we do. Is this a what have you done for me lately league or what? It's a shame oh that it's gosh. a shame that we it's a shame that we don't have discipline to see this thing through. And again, it's Philadelphia winning the Super Bowl. Congratulations. They had a nice year. You know, they were one play away from, you know, Atlanta if they got their hair out of their rear and would have called something different other than sprint right option, you know, we wouldn't be talking about the Eagles right now. Mickey mentioned it earlier though. You know, uh, Foles caught a touchdown pass from uh, Trey Burton, and he's expected, expected to expected to be signed. Expected to Bears. signed away. Bears. See, so. they don't recover that fumble at the half yard line. They don't even score a touchdown. Sure, against Atlanta. No, I'm just time saying, machine. You know, hey, good, good for them. Give them credit. No, they won. Yeah, they, yeah, won. they won. They, they won. won. They, they, they got the trophies. They got it was the a tro- catch. They got a couple of stops when they need him in the Super Bowl, and you know, controversial catches. Hey, it's all right. How about that? It's a have a cheesesteak. Yeah. It's a catch. Yeah. Three years later, it's a catch. <laughs> yeah. It's life, Mickey. You know? It's just disappointing. We're but bitter old men, Mickey. We are. We are. You know, and I keep seeing, and I, I want to rephrase this because I think this was a great point you brought up earlier. And we're all sitting here. I'm seeing that Demarcus Lawrence is going to be joining the show of Total Access later today on NFL Network. Good. I'm so glad, though, he's going on there as a cowboy. And if you've followed his Twitter account since he <laughs> signed his franchise tag, he's ex- seemed so excited about it. And it just had a good attitude, if you would, about it. And we're sitting here and everyone's like, why have they not made big moves? The Cowboys made one of the biggest moves they have in the offseason last week. I think, again, it goes back to, and Taylor, you're absolutely right. It, it goes back to what we're talking about and having patience and the discipline. They're going to make him pay for play for a bigger deal that's the right way to do it that's the way life should be you know perform himself perform and then you get a bigger contract jerry jones stephen jones will mcclay they know that if he plays at a, at a better level they can tag him again which would be significant or they could they could work on a longer term deal and you know that's good that that's what it should be you know you had 14 15 16 sec go do that again if you do that again, we'll pay you. I mean, I don't think Jerry Jones won't pay him. So, I, you know, I mean, I, I like the way this one's going that way. And you're right. $17 million is a huge commitment to one player, you know, uh, yeah. with, uh, with this team. So are you saying you wouldn't try to sign him to a long-term deal? You would wait? I'm waiting, Mickey. Okay. Yeah. And you know what? I'm you probably going to get burned for it, Mickey, but I'm going to wait. You think they will wait? 
I think training depends on a lot of stir and talk. Zach Martin thing has got me nervous. I think I think it's going to depend on how they construct what he would accept yes. on a long term deal. Yes, because if he wants seventeen million a year for five years, yes. that ain't happening. Yeah. What, what makes you nervous about Martin? The fact it that hasn't that, been done yet. The fact that guy at Jacksonville just signed for thirteen million a year. That's okay. But you need to see it. But I mean, you know what? You need to see what. Yeah, what the you need numbers to see it. Are. But there might I'll tell be you what. Phony if anybody deserves, in there. if anybody deserves thirteen million dollars a year, it's Zach Martin. Four years, four Pro Bowls. Yeah, four, four All Pros. Yeah, yeah. My, if anybody deserves, it. he's the one guy that that's played and deserved the money he's going to get. No doubt about it. Yeah, if you guys caught the blitz on Sunday night, one of my favorite things though, you're talking about patience, Lance Dunbar. You're a fan of maybe seeing him back here in free. I'm just trying to find a a gadget running back I like, cheap. I, I agreed with your opinion on it. I just, thought it was that's, very That's yeah. why I said it. Mickey, I'm going to give you a guy. But that's a guy with patience, man. With your with your compensatory picks, we're going to John Kelly, Tennessee. I'm going to I'm going to make a run and then I'm going to make a run with a kid named Walton from Miami. Yeah, well, think, they didn't give me a choice of Yeah. No, 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 that's free good. agent or draft. No, 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 <laughs> but I'm going to give you I'm going to you know, I'm, I've kind of got some And guys. I want that guy. I want I'm yeah. With you there. I want some guy. There. Hines is a kid from North Carolina State, too. Uh, we talk about Daryl Williams from LSU is another guy. Carter from uh, Grambling. They've got some guys that kind of got that, it's that, a really that what you guys, guys. want. Yeah. Absolutely. And they're young and healthy. Young, healthy, and ready to roll. Because Lance Dunbar had injury last year that kept him out till November. He's, he is December. a broken man. Yeah. yeah. But it would be cheap. You can get him on a one-year minimum. But how many years is he now in the league? I think four. Five? Yeah, but can we get him cheap on that? Then there a deal where you can kind of manipulate the money to make it only like six hundred thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah, like they. Did. <laughs> I mean, there's a, there's some kind of deal like that. Yeah, right? no, no, yeah, yeah. Am yeah. I, you could pay him this, but he's only going to cost you this against the cap. Yeah, exactly. As long as you don't give him more than eighty thousand dollars signing bonus. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks guys. Thanks, Ken. That's it. Yeah, and thanks, Katie Penkert, who's been doing our graphics. Katie's the best. Thank years, you so, so much, Katie. Thank you yep. guys. We and, got uh, another hour's worth of information. What? I said we have another hour's worth of information. We gotta wait till next. You gotta Tuesday. wait. It's time for Mickey's minute. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it. And I'm tired, Kent, of seeing people driving on Sam. Cut him off. Cut him off. What is happening? What's happening? The beard's taking over. We'll be back next Tuesday. Join us then. We'll have so much more news then. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?